This is The Fine Line with Joe Wiz and Ty Butler. Presented by Bet Rivers, New York's hometown sports book. What a day in sports it was yesterday, Joe. I, I got to be honest. I'm in a fantastic mood. I can't quite figure out what it is. Can't put my finger on it. But something that might have happened, I don't know, uh, about nine hours or so ago just has me feeling pretty good today. Doing yeah, well, show. well, don't don't enjoy it too long because you know your Lakers aren't going too far. I know you got your Lakers shirt on and you're all excited. Uh, congratulations! I know you talked about the Laker game, but uh, LeBron, uh, you know he, uh, you know, I was on Anita's show yesterday and I talked about Anita with. I told him LeBron shows up in these prime time games. He knows when the camera's on. Oh, and boy, did he show up! Fifty six points, ten rebounds, and a win over. The number two seeded Warriors, they were number two at the time until they lost last night. Now the Grizzlies have have overtaken them, but that was a a fantastic performance. So congratulations to you. You picked out a winner. I believe you like the Lakers outright. I'm going to be honest. I took them with the spread plus five and a half. Uh, Didn't quite have the uh, goal to take them outright just because they've struggled so much. But they have looked good in those uh, ABC games, so I should have taken them outright. Also had LeBron over 29.5 points. He had 22 at halftime. So yeah, two quarters through that thing, I felt pretty good. Yeah, and when you take a look at the Lakers, you know that they're pretty much uh, on the outside looking in right now. But you know, LeBron—that's the third highest score points he's had, uh, and with playing with the Lakers. But you know, the Lakers right now on the outside looking in. But I'm really excited, Ty. You know, it's a Sunday next Sunday. It's uh, Selection Sunday. We're a week away. College basketball. We got a lot of action happening with the NBA, and we're gonna give everybody some big winners here today. So much to talk about because you know, conference tournament happening. Selection Sunday, as you mentioned. There's a lot of uh, of the minutiae we got to get into just because you know, for those new to gambling, uh, March Madness is, is a bit of a different animal. So we'll talk about how to bet that, how to uh, go into quote-unquote money management. Got a lot of games to get to today uh, before we get to the conference tournament and March Madness because I know you've got your best bet in college basketball today. We'll recap what happened at Cameron Indoor last night. Uh, the travesty that was Duke losing that game, but we do got to show some some love and respect to the great Coach K on what has been a fantastic career as he pursues title number six. But we did want to start in the NBA today. As I mentioned, the Lakers won last night, but here locally, uh, both the Nets and the Knicks are in action. We can start with the Knicks who play later uh, because I, I'm still reeling from what happened on Friday night. Uh, Cam Johnson hitting that buzzer beater wasn't quite uh, the the worst loss of the season for the Knicks because it is against the Suns and albeit no Chris Paul, no Devin Booker, but the Suns is still an excellent basketball team, but it was definitely the most heartbreaking to lose that way. You had a 14-point lead with 30 seconds left in the third quarter. You get your best player ejected, and then somehow, way, you find a way to lose that game at the buzzer. So that was soul-crushing. The Knicks in action today against the Clippers. By the way, that action begins 9.30 tonight right here on 98.7 ESPN. The Knicks are done, right? I know we declared it last week, but I just want to get some conviction. They're done. They're not making the play-in tournament, right? Yeah, I know I broke your heart last week when I told you the Knicks were done, I said this seven-game uh, West Coast trip that they're currently involved in uh, is is going to pretty put pretty much put the nail in the coffin. And uh, after seeing them lose in Philly, and then uh, with the game against the uh, uh, Suns uh, Friday night, you know the one thing about the Knicks is uh, you know I talk about it on my show on Saturday as well. If you're not sure what to do with them, but you know they did win at Golden State a couple weeks ago. They should have won at Phoenix. Feels like a long time ago that game happened. But listen. When the Knicks play, just play the over. That's it. Eight of the last nine games, they've 
six straight overs. Eight of the last nine games have gone over the total, and they're playing the Clippers today, and uh, you don't know whether the Knicks are going to show up and play their way against Phoenix or whether they're going to be flat and emotionally drained. Um, I, I, I like I like this game to go over. You like the over in this game. So the over right now is at 216.5. You can go to betrivers.com uh, for all the sports action. Uh, up to $250 on a bonus match on your first deposit. So what that means, you throw $100 in, they'll match your 100 You throw $200 in, they'll match your 200 You throw 250 in, all of a sudden you go from 250 to 500 Every day you can find line specials, daily boosted odds, parlays of the day, and more. You'll earn rewards with all sports bets you place. For example, each time you try sports betting in New York, you'll increase your loyalty level and increase your bonus earning power. That's just one of the many reasons to go to bet, uh, to bet on sports at betrivers.com. As I mentioned, two 16.5 points. You could get that at minus 112. So staying away from the spread, I would imagine Clippers are laying 4.5 points tonight. At home, yeah. Uh, the line kind of indicates the Knicks in this game here. The Clippers are thirty-four and thirty-one, and against the spread, they're just thirty-three and thirty-two. Um, and they they did beat the Lakers Thursday night, they're uh, one thirty-two. Uh, they beat your Laker team one thirty-two to one eleven. They did. Uh, Jackson had thirty-six points. I wasn't Yvonne. in the country though, so it means it didn't <laughs> well, happen. I'm, re- I'm reminding you, it okay? didn't happen if I, rem- I wasn't I, here. I'm just reminding you. But listen, the safer bet here is, and again, a lot of the new people out there, if you're not sure who's going to win, you know, just take a look at some of the combined. And some people may not even be familiar with totals or a tie. It's just a combined score of both teams. So the Knicks, like I said, they've gone over six straight times. Eight of the last nine games that the Knicks have been involved with, the over-unders have been overs. And that's why the Knicks haven't been playing well this year, okay? They're 25-38. and 38. They're 26-36 and 36 against the spread. A 10 games under 500 against the spread. But the latest history is the totals. They've high this Nick team is complete opposite of last year. Last year it was smash mouth, defense, half court. This year, no defense, and every game goes over. So I came across this stat that uh, might be in your favor if you are looking to bet the Clippers against the Knicks today. And you can hit us up on the phone, by the way, 800-919-3776, 800-919-3776 on Twitter, at Ty D. Butler, at Joe Wish Sports on Instagram as well. Saw this stat. The Knicks, in their last 10 games that they've held double-digit leads, are one and nine. So what has become my favorite play during a game is the third quarter, Knicks have a lead, live betting, which you can do at betrivers.com, live betting the opponent when the Knicks have a double-digit lead. Yeah, and that's what I like also at Bet Rivers. You know, people, you can, if you're watching a game, I highly recommend you must watch the game if you're making a live bet, but you can actually make a hedge bet if you are watching a game and you feel that one of your players got injured or you feel that they're going to make a comeback, you can actually bet the game while it's in action at BetRivers.com, and that's something new that most people aren't familiar with is the live betting. I don't get too much involved with it because you have to sit there and, and watch, watch the every game. game. And yes. I, I don't watch every game, I'll be honest which I just don't have the time. Um, I'm always looking. I always look at my phone to get scores because I don't like watching the game when I have a lot of action on it. I'll be honest. I live bet the Suns once they went down 14 and got a good uh, cat. I believe it was that like plus 400. I like that. Plus 400. The Suns were down 14 in the third quarter. Threw some money on that. And, and, and uh, it, thanks to the the great Cam Johnson, who, you know, also known as Larry Bird these days, I was able to cash in on that. Yeah, and plus 400, again, for new people out there that are listening, because there's a lot of new people that I'm getting calls all the time. That means if you put down 100 bucks when Phoenix was down 14, and you put 100 bucks down, and at the end of the game, when Phoenix hit that three-point shot, what just happened? You have 400 in your Bet Rivers account. 
Yeah, and, that, and that's a pretty cool thing. But, you know, like you said, you got to be watching the game. You have to get a feel for what's Absolutely. happening. And just watching Phoenix, you know, again, an excellently coached team with, uh, with Monty Williams. No Devin Booker, no Chris Paul, but Cam Johnson had it going from three. The Knicks had just uh, lost Julius Randle to an ejection. So I just felt good about where the Suns were headed in that game. I did mention we had another one on the slate this afternoon. Uh, at 1 p.m. Uh, on ESPN, we've got Nets-Celtics. Now, if you look at what's happening right now in Brooklyn, if the playoffs started today, how about this? They would be the eighth seed, meaning they would travel to Toronto for a play-in game. No Kyrie Irving because of the uh, vaccination rules. He would not be allowed to travel to Toronto. So it would just be Kevin Durant. And a bunch of his other guys, Seth Curry and LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, traveling to Toronto with the Nets having a chance just to get into the playoffs. Uh, Unfortunately for them, the playoffs don't begin today. They still have some time to get things going. But this afternoon, it starts with that game in Boston. I said it was ESPN. It's actually on ABC, a game in Boston. Celtics now favored by three and a half points. Kyrie Irving will be available because it is a road game he's allowed to play. Ben Simmons still working his way back. So to just be Katie, Kyrie, and company, Celtics laying three and a half points. Yeah, when you take a look at Irving, he's only going to be available in seven of the 18 remaining games for the Brooklyn Nets. And how about Brooklyn? They started out the season at 23-9, and tie. Since then, they're 9-23. and That's what happens when injuries <laughs> start to hit you. When you lose the best player in basketball, you start losing games. Go figure. Well, they lost to Miami, and they did have Durant in the lineup. They lost uh, their 113, 107. Yeah, that's a bad loss. They're one and five in the last six games. This is the start of a three-game road trip. They got they got to play at Charlotte, and they got to play at Philly. I'm looking forward to seeing them play oh, Philly Thursday at, night. Yeah, that's going to be a really good game here. So here we go. We got we got Irving in the lineup. Uh, we got KD. When was the last time those two teams, those two players, played together? It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay, and the last time the Nets are right now are at 32 and 32. Yet. They're the fourth choice to win it all in the NBA Finals at Bet Rivers. Go and, figure that one. And out. I was going to ask you about the the looking at the uh, futures odds, uh, the Suns and Warriors at plus four hundred. We'll get to that in a moment because I got I have questions about uh, that number. But the Bucks and Nets both at plus six fifty. I uh, read an article yesterday, courtesy of Ian Begley, and he laid out what the 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 roadmap is, if you will. Uh, for a Ben Simmons return. Eventually, he's going to start to ramp up activities. They want to see him do uh, three full-intensity workouts uh, practices before he returns to the court. It doesn't look like he's going to play on Thursday in that return to Philly. So when you start to do the math, we'll see the big three. They might get maybe four games together before the playoffs, Listen, and yet I- Bet Rivers has them at plus 650 <laughs> to win the title, the second best odds. Normally, I tell you plus 650 is a good ROI, a good it's return juicy. on your investment, but this one isn't. The Knicks, are, the uh, Brooklyn Nets are the most fragile team in the NBA, and all of a sudden, who's anointed Ben Simmons as one of the big three? I mean, he melted, hit a meltdown last year with the Sixers, don't forget, okay? So, what's going to make him any better playing uh, with Brooklyn? We... 
time will only tell. But with Irving, with the uncertainty of the COVID status, I'd rather go with the defending champs. I picked, I gave them to you a couple weeks ago. Milwaukee, um, no one's talking about. Miami, a plus 1,000. Again, those of you new out there, if you don't want to bet every day and go through the rigors and you just want to root for a team in your playoffs, if you like, say, Miami, you could put down $100 and Miami uh, wins the NBA championship. You get back $1,000 just for a $100 bet. Oh, also the Sixers. Now with Harden and Embiid, they look like, you know, when, when you know, I know the Sixers lost yesterday, but Harden didn't play, but they were scoring a lot of points with Harden in the lineup, and he get Philly. I like Philly and Milwaukee over the Brooklyn Nets personally, even the Miami Heat. Well, the difference, uh, I would say, with Simmons in this current situation versus what he had last year, is you go from being the second most important player on your team yep. to the third, your role changes when you have Durant, who I feel is the best player in basketball. You've got Irving, one of the best scorers, and one of the most clutch players in basketball. So, so Simmons now just has to worry about playmaking, rebounding, defending, and being that athletic wing that the Nets desperately need in order to help them win a championship. Also, the Bucks. I mean, Giannis quietly having a fantastic season. 30 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. And we're just sneezing at that. The Bucks plus 650 to win the title. So I would say a sure bet. Uh, if, if you want to put one uh, sure bet as far as futures are concerned, I like the Bucks at plus 650. Joe, you got to explain to me how the Warriors are at plus 400. I, I, It doesn't make sense to me. Since Draymond Green has gone down, they've essentially been, I mean, let's call it what it is, like a lottery team. They, they're not the same team without him. Another bad loss last night. Curry has struggled with the shot. Klay Thompson hasn't really looked all that good since that performance he had against the Lakers on that Saturday night game. I don't understand how you can have the the Suns and the Warriors uh, tied for the best odds to win the title at plus 400. No, you might want to take a shot with one of the other teams out in the West because you look at, uh, you know, last night we talked about the Lakers. I was on with Anita. Uh, I said that LeBron and the Lakers would come out and play. Golden State has not played well. Again, they're banked up. I don't know if Klay Thompson's ever going to be 100%. So, so when you're playing the Golden State Warriors, it's, you know, right now with these teams, you have to pay attention who's in the lineup. The Warriors are not the same team. They're not a high-scoring team that everyone thinks they are, even though they did go over last night with the Lakers. Um, I recommend to stay away from Golden State, and I played against them, and they lost their first two games, and they lost again, and then they're going to have a tough game. I think they play Denver tomorrow. They do, and no Steph Curry, no Klay Thompson uh, in that game tomorrow night. Before we get to a break here, just got to get your quick thoughts. Uh, we do have that finals rematch. Uh, today between the Suns and the Bucks. Now for Phoenix, Chris Paul's out nursing that thumb injury the next six to eight weeks. Devin Booker's in health and safety protocols. So that's why the line is as as uh, huge as it is. Milwaukee laying eight points at home. If you go to Bet Rivers, you could get that at minus 107. Any plays in this game? Yeah, when you look at it here, again, Phoenix is all banked up. I mean, it's really hard to, you know, if they were healthy, it'd be a different story here. They're just two and two in their last four games. They lost at home to the Wallens. Um, and I don't really trust uh, Phoenix right now, um, even though they got some decent players plays in Crowder and eight in and Bridges. Um, Milwaukee has gone over nine of the last 11. Um, I think they're going to be able to put up a ton of points here. Rematch of the NBA Finals tie. I'm going over the total, even though the depleted Suns uh, may not score. The Bucks have been scoring a ton of points. Giannis had 34 points uh, the other night, and Holiday had 26. Over is my play. Over uh, 231. Alright, so we like over 231 in Suns-Bucks. We like over 216 and a half with Knicks Clippers, and I'm going to give you a juicy one. I won't just go Nets plus three and a half. I'm going to bet it twice. I'm going to take them on the money line plus 130 
too. So that is what you have for the NBA slate. We'll recap those as the show progresses. But coming up next, it was a very emotional and poignant moment um, shared at the ending of that Duke-UNC game. Of course, it was the final one coached by uh, Coach Krzyzewski at Cameron Indoor. They still have you know many more games to play, which is why it was kind of odd to see all of that happen, but well-deserved for the greatest coach in college basketball history. So we'll recap that. And uh, as I mentioned, coming up, Joe's got his best bet in college basketball today. So we'll do all that and more. Hit us up on the phones, 800-919-3776. You have some questions, some plays, over-unders, the, the whole shabazz, or you can tweet at us at Ty D. Butler, at Joe Wiz Sports. So we got more coming up right here on 9870 ESPN. I will not lose ever because one Joe Wiz did not lose yesterday when he bet UNC Duke, he took UNC, as I did, plus 11.5. Now, Joe, let me give you my rationale for this. It's it's a highly emotional game. Coach K's last one in attendance at Cameron Indoor on the sideline. So, you know, it's going to be a ton of uh, pomp and circumstance. We had all the alumni in the building. And I know UNC isn't, uh, that's not a good team, but it's still a, a, a highly contested rivalry. So I never felt good about laying that big of a number. Yeah, whenever you have a rivalry, you have to throw all the spreads and records out the window here because obviously you have you're talking about kids here, and obviously they probably tried to win so hard for Coach K that they couldn't do it. And ironically, Ty, these two teams met on February fifth, and Duke won. 87 to 67. They won by 20 points. That's why this line was inflated. But if you did a little bit of research here, you know North Carolina plays well. And they've covered eight of 11 going into Duke. They're uh, you know eight and three against the spread versus Duke. Even with that blowout just a couple of weeks ago here, and you knew that uh, you know people were sick of hearing about Coach K. <laughs> I mean that's all they talked. Nobody mentioned. Nobody mentioned that who, who who Duke was playing. So you <laughs> know the motivation game. there for North Carolina just hearing about Coach K in his 42 years and his five national championships. And to, to to watch on Twitter the like level of celebration unfold when Duke lost, because that is quite quite frankly a, a game you can't lose and there's a lot of Duke haters out there obviously. It's like, you know, the brands like the Yankees, like the Cowboys. Duke, you know, from a college standpoint is in that same uh, echelon and we, we'll actually hear from Coach K who, who talked about you know, despite all of all of the emotions surrounding, you know, the significance of that game, it, it was totally, totally unacceptable. This isn't part of the program. This is impromptu by me. I'm sorry about this afternoon. That no, please, no, please, everyone, be quiet. Let me just say, it's unacceptable. Today was unacceptable, but the season has been very acceptable. And. Uh, and I'll tell you, the season isn't over, all right? And a week removed from all of the upsets, we had, what, seven of the top nine teams in the AP poll uh, were upset. The only real true upset yesterday uh, was UNC over Duke. I know um, UCLA uh, at, at number 17 beat US, uh, number 16 USC, but, you know, not really a true upset. That was the only upset yesterday, and we had Duke fans crying. I mean, they're panning to shots, which made no sense to me, by the way, Joey. How are you crying at the end of a regular season game? But as Coach K mentioned, the season's not over. You look at the uh, future's odds to win the title, Duke's at plus 1,000. So are you swayed at all 
uh, just by that game that you saw yesterday? Not at all. I mean, it was a very emotional game, uh, and Coach K is, you know, one of the greatest coaches of all time, if not the best, uh, if not the GOAT. Uh, but when you look at it here, you can't say nothing about Duke. Right now they're 26 and 5, and even with the loss yesterday, they are still uh, 20 and 11 against the spread. And uh, going into the game, they were winning by 30 points, by 25 at Syracuse. And this might be a good time to lose again. Listen, they really didn't have much to play for other than for Coach K. I mean, maybe the number one seed, I still think they have a shot at the number one seed, but there really wasn't that much at stake for them except for Coach K, and that was obviously important. Can we say that? There's not much. But these are kids. Like, if it's professionals, I get it. It's a regular season game. But for kids, I think, you know, the cliche comes into play here. Every game matters, regardless of who the competition is, especially when you're about to enter uncharted territory that is competing for a national championship where the situation is one and done. And you don't want to have a slip-up like you did yesterday. Well, and I you, think Coach you, K acknowledged that when he said it was unacceptable. Yeah, but you want to have the slip-up now instead You'd of in rather, the tournament. Of course. Because, so to me, I think it's okay. I think this could be a wake-up call to them. Duke has just been coasting. This game here, now they go in, they were the number one seed in the ACC, and they're probably going to win the conference uh, there, and they're going to go in as a top seed. So, you know, when you won and done, hey, they lost yesterday, but they live for another day, and they'll be playing in the ACC tournament, uh, you know, right? what is it, in Brooklyn? I yes, think. at the Barclays Center. At the Barclays Center. Thursday. Yeah, that'll be their first game. I'm going to the Garden. The Garden is special. I like the Big East. I'm sorry. Yeah, because well, you can't catch any uh, <laughs> Nick playoff games at the Garden, so we got to get some uh, college basketball playoff I'll hit Pete up. I'll hit Pete up. He's always giving me tickets, you know, <laughs> the games that nobody wants to go to. I think, I'm, I think I'm like on the bottom of the list. I'm like bottom like number 50. So if we do like power rankings. Yeah, you're, I'm like at the bottom at the of bottom. the barrel for sure. It's like if these 28 other people 100%. can't go, yep. here's Joe Wiz. He's down to go to I'm the game. I'm still waiting for my Christmas gift that he told me he was sending me. I never got it. Oh, you should email him. I, I text him, email him all the time. He doesn't even respond. Joe, I couldn't understand that the shots are, are panning to these students crying. It was so embarrassing to me. It's uh, a regular season game. I get it's his final game. By the way, did you see the ticket at the t the average ticket price yesterday was six thousand dollars? Absolutely. And Ty, do you know why they were crying? Why were they? Because they laid the eleven oh. points. That's why they were crying. Or because they, they spent the six thousand dollars to watch their team <laughs> well, lose. Well, their parents paid for them. They were crying because they bet two points eleven and they're broke. And I came across this uh, yesterday. So his his first year of coaching was nineteen eighty. Average ticket price. You want to guess what the average ticket price in 1980 was for Duke basketball? Uh, 45 bucks. $7. <laughs> Absolutely insane. $7. But when you go to Duke, money generally isn't an issue because uh, you have to, you know, it's one of the uh, higher uh, echelon. You have to be, uh, you know, USATs. I, I wouldn't get to Duke. I couldn't qualify. I'm sorry. No, I, I barely made it to Jersey guy. City State College. Is that is that really a school, Jersey City State College? Yeah, well, now it's New Jersey no, University, but I made it through there somehow. I'm just kidding. All right, so we're looking ahead to March Madness. I gave out Duke at plus 1,000. Gonzaga, the favorites, you know, heavily at plus 350. Uh, Got to make up for that debacle that happened last year. Arizona at plus 600. Uh, Kentucky plus 675, Duke plus 1,000, and the defending champion uh, uh, Baylor is at plus 1,000. So March Madness, completely different animal. When we come back from break, we will discuss how you go about betting these games. Just like there are so many upsets. It's not like in the NBA where typically you give me the best player or the better duo and you win games. College basketball, it's one and done. It's a bunch of kids going out there. You know, some of them have their minds already set on the draft and going to the league. So it, it is 
uh, it's arduous uh, to say the least as far as betting, you know, betting these games. So we're going to talk about how to bet that money management. And we're going to do all of that coming up on the other side of the break. If you have any questions for us, you can hit us up on Twitter at Tidy Butler at Joe is Sports on Instagram as well. It's the fine line. Joe is Ty Butler, Nav, and uh, Meek Mill too, right here on 98.7. It's Sunday morning, and we just got a tweet. Hit us up on Twitter at Ty D. Butler at Joe with Sports uh, from at Dennis Gorfain. He says, "Will Rutgers make it to the Elite Eight? Uh, no. Uh, Rutgers has to make it to the tournament. They have a big game coming up in just a few hours at the Rackets Senior Day. Okay, Rutgers and Penn State. And this, you know, Rutgers came off a big win over Indiana earlier in the week, and that probably sealed their fate to get into the tournament because Rutgers was still on the bubble, and they've had a great they had a great run where they beat top teams in Michigan State, they beat Ohio State, even won at Wisconsin, uh, which is very difficult to yeah. do. Uh, they beat Illinois, uh, but winning, getting that big win at Indiana the other night they won 66-63 Ron Harper uh, nailed a, Ron Harper Jr. Hit, nailed a three pointer at the buzzer I had Rutgers plus five I didn't take him on the money line but I took the Shut plus up. the five I was very happy but yeah this is a big game here Rutgers like I said they are playing very well on the road they're a little bit suspect at home they're at home today um, but on the road once the tournament starts that's going to be a different story here um, but they better take care of Penn State they don't, they don't want to be sitting on the couch next, uh, next Sunday when March Madness Selection Committee comes out and you have to sit there and wait for your name to be called. You can't. You you cannot lose this game uh, to Penn State. The the Nittany Lions are Nittany Lions are one and eight on the road in Big Ten play with the lone win coming January fifth against Northwestern by four by four points. Uh, meanwhile, Rutgers five and a half point favorites today at home. What concerns me about them is that their point differential is just two point six. They play a ton of close games, but they are nine and nine. When holding p- opponents under sixty-five points, uh, so that that should be a, a good one, a, a game they can't lose. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a game you have to win if you're Rutgers right now. Seventeen and twelve, eleven and eight in conference play. That is a noon. Uh, tip this afternoon. Yeah, Ty, you take a look at it here. Rutgers 17-12, just 13-15 and 15 against the spread. Rutgers, listen, when Rutgers was winning and they pulled, won all those games, at home they were all underdogs. They were an underdog to Michigan State, they were an underdog to Ohio State, uh, Illinois. So now they're putting in putting in that precarious position of a home favorite with the weight of the shoulders, senior day, Penn State. It's a big rivalry too. There's schools that are close by to each other. Penn State comes out a record of 15-12 and 12 against this, uh, 12 and 15, but 15-12 and 12 against the spread. I'll tell you, Rutgers is 9-0 and when they hold opponents to under 65 points or less, but Penn State, five of their road losses have been by single digits here. This game could be closer than the line indicates. Yeah, I said 9-9. Nine and nine. I, I meant 9-0. and that was what, That's what I meant to say. 9-0 and when holding opponents to under 65 points. Are you a fan, because I just gave you the number, their point differential is only 2.6. Are you a fan of, of buying points? And, and, and first, explain what, what the, the process of buying points is. Yeah, anytime you see a line, like for instance, today at Bet Rivers, the line has Rutgers favored by five and a half. And you always say, don't get burnt by the hook. Okay, the hook is the half point. That's a slang term. So, uh, you know, if Rutgers, say, wins the game uh, 70 to 65, just for argument's sake, and you had minus five, and the game lands, uh, Rutgers wins by five, and your line was minus five, you get a push, and a push is a tie. Nobody wins, nobody loses. You get your money back, and you live for another day. But if 
if you have that dreadful half point tie, and we've all been there, okay, I always like to buy the half point. If I'm taking, in this case, I would rather take Penn State plus the six, or if Rutgers wins by four or five, I got Penn State plus the six. Um, you can get Penn State plus six, and it puts yourself, you always want to have that cushion. It's like having insurance for your car. You never expect to get rear-ended. You never expect somebody to bump into you, but when you do, you want to be protected, and the same thing comes with point spreads. You want to get the best value. You know, half points could make or break your season and determine how successful you are overall. Um, you know, when I learned, uh, you know, learned the bookmaking business 25 years ago, when I worked for the computer group and Billy Walters back then, you know, we always, they always wanted the best line available. If I was off half point, I couldn't even turn my bet in because I used to put the bets in for them. And if you were off by half point, sorry, Joe, we're not taking your bet. But you just don't get the uh, same value, of course, if you would just leave at the five and a half points. You're right. And again, if you take Rutgers in this game, five and a half, um, you know, you could go two ways, leave it at five and a half. Or um, some people might just want to say, hey, let me do the money line on Rutgers. You're not going to get much value there. You'll have to put up almost 200 and you get back 100. It's a it's a very conservative bet. Yeah. But if you're betting the spread and you, uh, you know, like Rutgers minus five, uh, you lay the five, don't get burnt by the hook. I tell people whenever there's a half point, you have the ability to buy a half point, either take it up or down. If you're taking Penn State, you might want to get plus six, and you can get that line at Bet Rivers. What's so frustrating about betting basketball uh, is the the backdoor cover. So you get those buzzer beater bank shots from the team that's losing, that's you know had no chance to win. But let's say it takes it from a five point lead to now you only win by two, and the line was three and a half points. Or going the other way, if you're the team that, let's say you take, you know, Penn State plus five and a half, they're down by four, they miss a shot, and now Rutgers gets the rebound, and you do the whole foul thing, and now Rutgers is going to shoot two free throws, and that takes you to a six-point victory, and now you lose the plus five and a half bet. So that's that's what makes the, the, the end of games in, in basketball, whether it be the NBA or college basketball, just so entertaining because of situations like that. Yeah, the spreads make the games a lot more exciting. And those of you that are new and understand, ask about backdoor cover, basically, uh, you know, say, for instance, Rutgers up by, uh, you know, up by uh, six, uh, and you're laying five and a half, you, you think you got the win, there's only like three or four seconds left in the game, and Rutgers isn't playing any defense, and Penn State just throws up a three-pointer, just a Hail Mary three-pointer, and Rutgers wins by three. They don't care if they win by three, but that would be a backdoor cover. All right, a couple more games we got to get to on the college basketball slate. You have Michigan visiting number 23 Ohio State at 12:30 this afternoon. The Wolverines 16 and 13, 10 and 9 in conference play. Meanwhile, you have Ohio State at 19 and 9, 12 and 7 in conference play. This is the regular season finale uh, with the Big Ten tournament seed finalizing. The Buckeyes are currently number five in the Big Ten standings. Meanwhile, Michigan is two games behind at number seven. Wolverines, four and four in their last eight games. Uh, They're living on the bubble, even though they have signature wins over Purdue, Iowa, Rutgers, and Michigan State. This this game does not get any bigger uh, for Michigan. And right now, if you head to Bet Rivers, the line is Ohio State minus four, and that is at minus one-third. Where are, you, where are you leaning here? Yeah, when you look at it here, listen, as far as I'm concerned, Michigan is on the outside looking in. They're out 
you know, we got to call Joe Lenardi up and ask him what he thinks. But let's get uh, him on the line. Yeah. Anthony, can we <laughs> Joe, get Joe Lenardi on the phone? Uh, but Michigan, sixteen and thirteen, just eleven and eighteen against the spread. No Juwan Howard again. You know, no handshaking ties. So in this game, <laughs> so you got Ohio State, nineteen and nine, fifteen and thirteen against the spread. These two teams met earlier in the season, and uh, Ohio State won in Ann Arbor uh, very easily, sixty-eight to fifty-seven. And Ty, don't forget, it's a big rivalry. You know, uh, you know, Ohio State and Michigan. You yes. know, we talk about football, but basketball is also a big rivalry here. Absolutely. It all comes down to Hunter Dickinson for, for Michigan. He's one of their best players. He's going to have to have a big game here, um, and uh, I think that they're going to have their hands full, but I'm going to go with Michigan to keep this game close. I am taking the dog in this game here. I'm going with Michigan in a must-win situation. There is no room for error unless they win the Big Ten title, which they're not going to do. They have to win. I'm taking the four. Oh, you're taking the four. Do we dare go money line no. in this situation? You're going to need every point you can get in this game here. <laughs> okay. Don't think... I I know Michigan needs the game to win, and that's okay. I generally, you know, money line is okay, but here, I think the safer bet here, I'm just taking the four, um, asking them to win outright, which I think they need because that's not going to help them if they lose by two or three. It's going to help us yes, if it will. you're betting it, but Michigan needs to win the game outright. Um, I'd rather just go with the four, uh, take the four with Michigan. If they win outright, uh, the money line on that game, people betting money lines, you get big returns. So if you think Michigan's going to win outright, you can get good value for your bet. The Buckeyes won in Ann Arbor, 68-57 back in February, but as of late, they've struggled. Back-to-back losses to Maryland and Nebraska yes. before they beat Michigan State this past Sunday. Uh, A.J. Liddell, he's going to be one to watch for today, 23-7 and over his last three contests against the Wolverines. I just heard in my ear that uh, we bring up the aforementioned Joe Lenardi. He's actually going to be joining Anita Marks this morning at 9.30. See, Anita gets all the top-notch people. She gets all the golf people, all the football people. She, she like, knows everybody. She is. She, you know, she's a, a social butterfly. So Anita coming to you from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at 9.30. You can catch her interview with Joe Lenardi. Uh, that Buck Suns game won't have the action for you today at 3 p.m. Larry Hardesty is going to follow that going until 9.30, and then we'll have Knicks and Clippers from 9.30 uh, and 10 o'clock tip-off. Over on 10.50 a.m., have a little Rangers-Jets action, and, and maybe we'll have a Rangers play next segment. I know uh, we got a Rangers fan in the control room, my guy Anthony Pusick, so maybe we'll have him give us uh, some Rangers nuggets. But we do got to get to your best bet of the day. Best bets brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Where are you leaning, Joseph? Yep. Uh, I like that, Joseph. Here we go. So, you know, we're taking going to the Big Ten again, Illinois taking on Iowa, okay? Uh, right now, the line at Bet Rivers has Illinois favored by three and a half. The total in the scheme is at 154. Iowa has been red hot. They've won five in a row. They've scored 80 or more points tie in four straight games, okay? They've won five in a row. They're eight and two against the spread. Um, I think that this game could go right down to the wire. Wouldn't shock me. On uh, this one here, you might want to take the money line because I think Iowa's going to beat Illinois um, uh, in Champaign today. Wow. Um, Illinois won earlier in the, uh, beat them earlier. Uh, so uh, 87 to 83 here. And uh, Keegan Murray uh, on Thursday had 23 points. And when they beat Michigan, 82 to 71, they got Perkins and they got Bohannon. They are the hottest team. And, uh, you know, by the way, if you bet Iowa to win the NCAA tournament, Plus eight thousand. So that's, if you bet a hundred bucks juicy. in Iowa, you get back eight thousand dollars. Can and, you loan me the hundred dollars to put on that bet? Well, I'll lend you fifty, then you get four thousand, right? <laughs> okay. And again, I want to remind people, even with uh, Bet Rivers in New York, those that are we have an audience in uh, in Jersey as well and in Connecticut, play sugarhouse.com, you know. There you go. So we got 
Illinois favored by three and a half, but you want Iowa on the money line. That's at plus 140. I'm taking plus three and a half, and I'm taking the money line. My official bet is plus four. I'm buying my half point. Okay. I'm always Don't looking. Don't get burned by the hook, I'm a Joe. frugal shopper. I always tell people you have to look for the best line available. Don't get burned by the hook. I think Iowa's going to pull the upset. So what I recommend you do, if you're a $100 player, you bet $50 on Iowa plus four by the half point, and you do a $50 bet on the money line. So in case Iowa loses by one or two, you still get a, a half of your win bet back. That's the way I would bet it. Um, but I always look for the bet. I always want to be protected, you know, and I always look at insurance. It says you don't want to have a car insurance, but you always need it in case you get rear-ended. And I always like to get good value. So I'm taking plus four with Iowa and a small bet with the money line as well. That's Best Bets brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet with a winner on Bet Rivers. How about this, Anthony? I'm going to make your day because you're a big Ranger fan, aren't you? Yes, I am. Big Ranger fan. They've got a game today that you can hear on 1050 a.m. beginning at 630 p.m. is Rangers at the Winnipeg Jets. We're going to talk a little Rangers on the other side of the break. Sound good with you? Oh, I can't wait. Very and I know, excited. and Joe, you're a big fan of taking the under and Rangers games. Some, oh, you just gave away my pick, but that's okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what you have for this game. We'll recap some of our uh, NBA plays as well. So, Joe, I, I got to let you know, I'm being attacked on Twitter, at Ty D. Butler, because I had the audacity last night to just intimate that I might be, as I'm watching LeBron go for 56-10 and 10 against the Warriors, I might, there is a chance I am watching the greatest player who's ever lived. And all, all these, like, MJ truthers, they want no part of that. I already no told you, I, I'm, a, I'm on the MJ bandwagon as well. Um, you know, I think it's the younger generation that relates more towards LeBron and the older generation like myself that kind of, you know, remembers Michael Jordan and the Bill Lambert days and all those titles he won with the Chicago Bulls and, you know, cost the Knicks so many titles. Yeah, it cost the Knicks a lot. But we, we got to appreciate what we're watching. Had Brady retire at some point. Uh, LeBron's going to retire, and, and there will be a, a cast of characters who will regret not appreciating this guy more. But I teased, uh, got a big Rangers-Winnipeg Jets game um, tonight, beginning at 6.30 on 10.50 a.m., a face-off set for 7 o'clock. The Rangers, um, right now, if you take them on the money line, they're plus 102. I, I want to get your thoughts on the puck line, because I find it so fascinating in hockey that at the end, of, we talk about the end of basketball games. Where in hockey, if the team is winning by one goal, typically you pull the goalie, and that gives you a chance um, to to cover that one and a half. So, like, are are you a big puck line guy at all, or no? No, I don't like the puck line. Um, I play the money line because I just want to win the game. And you know, if you are have a team and your team is winning or losing, and you lose by that puck line, one and a half pucks, uh, you know, it's almost like the half points and in, 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 in when we talked about it in basketball and football, I almost look at the puck line the same way. So um, to me, the better value is just doing the money line, uh, which is available at BetRivers.com. And at BetRivers.com right now, you can find the over-under at five and a half goals between the Rangers and the Winnipeg Jets. Well, you stole my pick before we went to the break, and that's Did okay. I? And I'm sticking with it because I've won every week we've been on and talked about the Rangers. So here we go. The Rangers are 35 and 20, right? Um, but 19 overs, 35 unders. That means 65% of the Ranger games go under the total, okay? They went under again against the Devils on Friday.
Friday, 3 to 1. So why try and fix something that's not broken? <laughs> why sit there and try and figure out how the Rangers are going to play against Winnipeg? Uh, we're going to have to talk uh, to Anthony Pusick and see what he has to say about this. Anthony, so uh, do you dare take the money line today? Uh, are the Rangers going to win this he, game? He's a Ranger fan. Don't he's... bet with your heart. Bet with your brain, Oh, Anthony. wait. So here's how I know I can't, I can't take his advice. <laughs> I'm looking get... at the shirt he's wearing, and it says New York Rangers. So he's unbiased. I'm curious to see what he says. Well, one thing I try to do is... Joe, as you said, don't bet with your heart. I avoid betting the Rangers. Just that's a, that's now, fair. I, now I do, I do have, I do have a little money on them winning the Stanley Cup from the first time I got a chance to bet in New York. That's a different story. Wow. Uh, but uh, Joe, I love your underpick. Uh, Igor Shosturkin not only could win the Vesna this year, he should get some heart consideration because of how great he's played. Um, he is the main reason the Rangers are where they are. I don't love their five-on-five five play. Uh, they could be better at five on five, and as the games get lo- as the games get further into the season, you get into playoff hockey, and you let you let them play on some ticky tack uh, penalties. You're going to see the Rangers will have to play better five on five. Um, I like their power play in Winnipeg. <sighs> I, I like the under. Uh, I wouldn't play the money line. If I did play anything, it would be the Rangers plus a goal and a half as opposed to. And I know you avoid the puck line to the best of your ability, Joe. Well, when you're getting a, buck, a puck and a half, it's different than laying the puck and a half. So, in good, it's good, good analogy there because Igor is the best, probably maybe the best goalie. It was a nice article in the New York Post written about him. Igor pretty much is, you know, maybe may the best goalie at all of NHL, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of these Ranger games go under the total. Eight of eleven have gone under. Um, my safe bet there would be uh, taking the uh, under, but. Uh, Getting a puck in half with the Rangers might not be bad, but you're laying some juice there. Anthony just threw something in there, though, that uh, we can't let slide by. He th- put a futures bet on the Rangers Absolutely. to win the title. I just te- I just checked BetRivers.com. It's at plus 2,000. And and since he works the, the, the Michael K show, I know he's making a lot of money. So he threw $200 on that. So is that he's, right? he, he is in line to win $4,000 if the Rangers win hey, the title. Hey, all of a sudden, I'm a Ranger fan because if the Rangers win the Cup, I'm, we're going, Anthony's taking us out. Anthony's for, taking us out. We can do the show from like this fancy breakfast place, yep. have a little buffet, have people come over because he's funding the whole thing with his $4,000. Yeah, it, it's absolutely crazy I mean, with all the stuff going on here. And you know, uh, Will, who's also in the studio control room, Will's a new guy here and uh, he's doing a great job. He showed me one of his buddies made a ticket uh, at one of the sports books. I won't mention it because it's a competitive hours, but put down a hundred bucks on this, uh, what is it, 18 leg parlay, made $58,000. I think it was only one dollar, he said. Yes, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, and he made $58,000. This was just this past week. Can I be that guy? So you can have fun without, you know, people can do it recreationally. I always tell people, don't bet over here, bet with your head, bet smart, and be creative, okay? Nobody's too big, nobody's too small. So whether you bet $100 or $50, if that's all you can afford, then go with it. Just bet with your heart. Don't bet with your heart. Bet with your brain. Because a lot of people, you mentioned about March Madness type, people get involved with the emotions. They start betting on their favorite teams, and they start betting more. It's like going to the bar and having two drinks and going home. I use that analogy all the time. People walk into the sports book and all of a sudden they have 20 bets and they're like you know, what no, you can't do? just have two drinks. We need a couple of shots. Well, know. if Anthony wins with the cup with the Rangers, we're He'll definitely going to have, uh, you know, I'm taking an Uber home. So my, my homework assignment for you is at some point over the next four weeks or so, I need a 17-leg parlay from you. 
Is yes. that possible? Of course. You know, you take a shot because it's minimal risk and you have maximum reward. If you bet a dollar, one little dollar, and you make $58,000, that's a, you can have fun, okay? It doesn't have to be a pressure-packed thing where you're betting big money and betting thousands of dollars. You can make all these bets. You can do small prop bets at BetRivers.com. This is The Fine Line with Joe Wiz and Ty Butler. Presented by Bet Rivers, New York's hometown sports book.